Welcome back to The Old Goal of Truth. I'm Bryce. And I'm Alex. This show is all about exploring self-improvement through philosophy. This season, we're studying Nicomachean Ethics by Aristotle. And this past week, we studied Book 10, which is the last book of this book. Which means this is the last episode of the season. If you're just joining us now, we encourage you to start at the beginning of the season and read along with us. So Alex, how was your week for our mental uh, check-in? Looking back on this week, I feel like I did nothing. However, I went back and looked. I recorded 29 podcast episodes this week. Um for various shows. The reason that I, I've been recording so much is I have some stuff I'm working towards in 2021 that I'm trying to make sure I'm prepared for. So I'm trying to get ahead on a few things and and get get ready for the new year. Um, I, I felt good mentally, like I felt fine. I, I haven't felt like I've been in a depression, but I do feel like this week just wasn't it wasn't up to snuff for me. I don't know. It was it was weird and a bit a bit of a bummer, I would say. Um, despite I guess getting a decent amount of stuff done. Um, I mean, twenty nine podcast episodes isn't anything to sneeze at. So, I mean, good. I feel good. I think. So I guess what has helped you kind of get get through the week to um, see that it was actually good even though you felt like you didn't really get anything done you know i mean the walks helped we did get out and walk more this week i think we walked most days the week also just kind of flew by and um yeah i've been i've also just been dealing with some other stressful things so i guess it's just kind of like it's all it's all passed by and it's you know it's um it's been getting dealt with. I think that's probably the biggest thing is that I've managed to wake up every day and at least do something. Uh, one thing that really helped, I think, was having uh, having people scheduled, having interviews scheduled during the week. That kind of helped keep me moving. I think it would have been a lot more of a downer if I didn't have these things scheduled into my week. But yeah, what about you? How have you been? Um, so this week was definitely better than last week. Um, I don't feel so much as a train wreck, although I will say (laughs) that I did come into work, I think it was Thursday, um, where I said to my coworker, I'm like, you know, I have the perfect way, uh, to describe how I feel today. I'm the dead horse and someone's got a metal bat. (laughs) Wow. That, that was kind of how I felt on Thursday. But no, this week has, uh, I can definitely agree with you that this week has felt like it's its flown by. It definitely wasn't like the best week, but it wasn't the worst week. Um, last week was definitely worse than it. Yeah, and did, did anything in particular help make this week a better week? Uh, one thing that was actually really nice was I texted uh, four of my friends and I said, hey, I'm inviting four people over. Like, it's, it's just you four people that I'm inviting, um, and I've got pizza and games. If you'd like to join, come join. And it was actually really nice, because they did and did all end up joining, um, some for a little amount of time, because some had to 
go do whatever. Um, my one friend, he had to leave early because he had to get up at 3 a.m. because he had to uh, work super early in the morning. Um, and for work, he had to drive too. So, you know, had to get some sleep. Um, but yeah, so that, that helped just kind of having some friends over. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that that helped you, helped you get going. Um, so Alex, what about, uh, your physical goals this week? I did a lot of walking. I think I probably did at least three laps of campus every day. Yesterday I did five. So I, I did get out. I did do walking. I didn't get out with my ropes and I feel like it's largely just because I missed a week and then it makes it easier to miss another week. And then I'm just not... I'm just not thinking about it. However, uh, and maybe we'll talk a bit more about this later, but I'm I'm trying to think of ways to make sure that I that I get out and do it. Um, but I I do feel okay. I've also uh, been trying to eat healthier this week. I baked a ton of banana bread, and the last time I baked banana bread, I ate multiple slices. A day until it was gone however I've been really watching that and really being adamant that I will not eat any more than one slice that's a day that's that's the max uh, and most days I don't even have a slice so I think physically uh, this week was a lot better especially on the eating realm uh, and then I just need to get back on the horse with with the ropes and such uh, what about you, Bryce? I think I worked out only once this week. You know that I took your advice, and I, I started listening to the podcast, The Art of Manly, Manliness, which I actually really enjoy. And so, like, some of them are, are talking about working out and, and eating right and, and so on and so forth. Um, and the one that I was listening to on Friday um, talks about this one guy did an experiment where he did nothing but the Twinkie diet. Um, so basically he had like a, uh, a protein shake in the morning and like a nutrition bar or something like that in the afternoon. Um, but everything else that he ate during the day was just junk food. Um, so he ate chocolate, he ate popcorn, he ate Twinkies, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Um, and he, he actually didn't end up gaining any weight. Um, he, he actually got healthier and cause, um, I, I can't remember the whole science behind it, but anyways, they were talking about how basically as long as you have your simple nutrition and like your basic nutrition that you need and you eat the proper amount of calories, you'll be okay right? Like, I mean, if you're eating sugars and everything, that may not be the best for your teeth specifically, because they, they never really mentioned anything about that. Um, but they, they talked about uh, the fat levels that he had and stuff, and that actually decreased. Um, so I found it interesting. And so that's something that, that I want to look at kind of going towards this week is kind of a bit more of what are the calories that I'm eating, like, I don't want to be eating too much, but I don't want to be eating too, li too little and uh, that sort of thing. So, so yeah, I just kind of found that fascinating. And so that's kind of, 
I know I'm jumping to the end here a little bit, but that's that's kind of my physical goal for this coming week and kind of shows what I did work on this week for it as well. So Alex, what are your uh, what were some of your initial insights from this book this week? So I had a few thoughts. What I liked about this was, I mean, it talks about pleasure and it also talks about priorities. Um, particularly, there was one part where he talks about, you know, if there's something you find a greater pleasure in than uh, compared to another thing, then you're going to gravitate towards that pleasure. If I'm, if I'm say playing a board game with some friends and then, and then somebody says, you know, Hey, why don't, you know, why don't we go for a walk? I would, you know, vote for the walk. I, I'm, enjoy walks significantly more than I enjoy board games. That's just me, but those that's where my uh, priority is because that's where I derive the most pleasure from. And I think I think that kind of ties into a lot of things. So that's something I found interesting. Um, I also liked how at the end of the book, it kind of wraps up all of Nicomachean ethics a little bit, uh, where he encourages us to take action. And uh, and to apply the things that we've been studying and that we've been learning. And that's a huge part of what we do here on this podcast, which we're going to talk more in a couple weeks about how we're doing that, how we want to change how we're doing it, and what kind of things we can improve on with with that and, and to take action. And so I, I thought those were some valuable valuable insights. I also, you know, I also got thinking about how complicated pleasure is. Um, in one of the podcasts that I've been listening to, which is, uh, what's it called, which is the history of philosophy without any gaps, which I highly recommend people listen to. It is really interesting. Um, so the history of philosophy without any gaps, they talk about Epicurus and um, and I believe I believe it was Epicurus. So he's a hedonist, which means he believes that the greatest good is pleasure, that you should seek after pleasure. And I and it's really interesting. We usually define hedonism, you know, uh, as a as a negative, but Epicurus, and I could be totally wrong here, but I'm pretty sure it was Epicurus who who didn't believe in having children. He didn't want kids because he said he said that um, and and more than that, he didn't have sex. He was celibate, apparently, because he believed that the potential consequence of having kids wasn't worth the sexual pleasure because he said, children are a long-term nuisance for a short-term pleasure. And I just thought that was, you know, that's an interesting philosophy is that when we look at pleasure, it's not always the here and now. When we look at pleasure and consider what pleasure is, we can be looking um, in in the far future, right? Uh, why don't I do certain uh, potentially pleasurable activities? Well, because I know that I will derive more pleasure from uh, either having my health longer, right? I could eat all the banana bread, right? I could, I could eat all the banana bread I have in my freezer right now, 
but I know that that short-term pleasure won't be worth it when I'm throwing it up later because I just ate six loaves of banana bread. And (laughs) so those are kind of my initial thoughts is that pleasure is a complicated thing. And I thought it was really interesting reading about this, uh, this kind of idea over the past week. What about you? What were your insights, Bryce? Um, so one thing that I thought about was kind of guilty pleasures um, and uh, and how exactly those work. and Because he kind of went, at least this is how I feel, is he kind of went all over the place with, with pleasures and, and talking about them and good and bad and so on and so forth. But one, one thing that, that I, uh, I, one other thing was that he said that pleasure, pleasure doesn't last forever. So you're going to have those ups and down moments. Because, I mean, how, like, for example, with this week, how would I know that this week wasn't actually all that bad if I didn't have last week that was worse than this week? So if 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 you really want to know what is pleasurable, you need to know what's not so you, you need to know the opposites or else you're not going to get anything from it, right? Like, you don't know which way is up if you don't know which way is down. So, so yeah, that's just kind of... The, that was one thing that I thought about as well is, is that, you know, it doesn't, doesn't always last. And, and, I mean, the thing that you said about uh, the, uh, uh, the, the quote about the kids being a long-time nuisance for short-time pleasure... Um, I thought that was pretty funny and, and yeah, like you do have to definitely look at your, uh, like the, the consequences of your actions, whether they be good or bad. I, I feel like I've, I, I said this, uh, in, I, th- I think it was the first season that I, that I said this, but consequences are always like the word always comes up in a negative tone, but it can be a good thing too, because all it is, is is the outcome of your actions. That's it. So there can be good consequences because in, from certain point of, like from some people's point of view, some people love kids. I, I've spoken to people. I, I know a lot of people with, with their own kids and, um, and I say, I'm like, oh, I love your kids. And they're like, yeah, you do until you're the, you're their parent. Um, or something along those lines, or or even people without any kids, um, I say, oh, I love kids, and they say, yeah, you do, until it's your own kids, or you'll love everyone else's kids, except for your own, because you're always dealing with them, um, and, you know, I don't, I don't think that's, that, that's the fact, because, like, I mean, I, I know a bunch of parents, and they, they love their kids. They'll do anything for their kids, even, even if they're a nuisance sometimes. They, they still love them, and, um, like, maybe it's not the same sort of pleasure that we're, we're talking about, um, but, I mean, I'm sure they get joy from them. Like, um, I listened to uh, Jerrica's podcast. Uh, she has a name, too, and... I mean, it's a fantastic podcast, and it's talking about the these mothers, um, and and what they do when they're not actually called mom, 
and the one she was talking to her sister-in-law and she's a single mother and she was talking about uh dating as a as a single mother and she she had said she's like there there's some dates where I'm on where I just I can't wait to get back to my son um whether that be that the date is terrible or she just really misses her son and so so I think I, I think really in the end, it just kind of depends on who you are specifically, right? Because, I mean, there are definitely some people who do not like children. So, yeah, that's my little little rant about that. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I think, like you said, it depends who you are. And like I was saying, we all have priorities, right? We all have different things that we think, uh, that we, think we need to fulfill, right? We all have different things that, that we love or prefer. Some people derive more pleasure from sweet things and some more pleasure from salty things, right? It, it, it depends so much on who you are, what you derive pleasure from. One of the things in here that Aristotle talks about is the abstinence from pleasure, right? Um, and and how some people uh, decide on an ascetic lifestyle where they withdraw themselves from, you know, indulging their pleasures. And one, uh, yeah, and I think, where am I, where am I trying to go with this here? I don't know. Do you think, do you think that pleasures are good or do you think that they should be somehow stepped back from? This actually rolls right into uh, <laughs> to, to uh, what what I was telling you earlier earlier about. So, or part of it at least. So, when it comes to pleasure, I think I feel like there's kind of two different pleasures. There's your guilty ple- pleasure, and then there's just pleasure. So, I feel like yeah, maybe maybe with guilty pleasure, sure you you should kind of. It depends on what you consider as a guilty pleasure. Because um, some people may just say, oh, my guilty pleasure is playing video games. And it's like, well, I mean, if you're playing something as simple as Lego Star Wars, which I do all the time, <laughs> um, it's it's kind of one of those things where it's like, okay. But I think, I think pleasure in general, because people need, need a break right people need need a break from doing whatever they need to unwind right um if if you're working all day you're going to get uh you're going to get drained um and like if you if you keep pushing yourself you're going to run out of steam i was i don't know if if you've if you've watched any yet um but i was watching uh, star trek lower decks and it it's it's very it's very interesting. <laughs> it's funny, but there's some parts where I'm just like, um, what's going on? Anyways, so I was watching that, and in one of their their episodes, their uh, the captain wants everyone to work harder and like get the job actually done. Like she wants to run a, a well tight ship that's always working properly and all this stuff. Um, but then things start to fall apart because everyone's half asleep because they don't get their break time um they they don't get to just 
relax in between jobs or in between whatever. And uh, a friend of mine, he he said to me once um, that, you know, it's okay if if you do, if your way to relax is you go home and you sit down and play some video games. Like that, that's okay. Um, or you watch a movie or whatever, something along those lines. Um, but what's, what's not okay is when you spend your whole day just vegetating and, and doing that. Right. So it's kind of, it's finding this balance, I guess, in a sense where, um, you can say, oh yeah, I played, um, Mario Kart for an hour yesterday. Okay. Well, that's not bad. But when you say you played Mario Kart for 10 hours yesterday, (laughs) it's like, okay, what are you doing with your life? I'm sorry, but, and I mean, yeah, there's YouTubers that make money off of video games too and whatever, right? That's like their, that's their job. They're making a living off of it, right? But in some cases when um, you're just kind of sitting there doing nothing, then it's kind of, that, that's the point of where your pleasure has to be kind of put aside, right? Right, yeah, and I, I mean, the, the, the complicated thing with that is that you're making a judgment call on somebody else's life. Personally, I would refrain from making such a call. Uh, obviously, you can encourage people to do well. You can encourage people to get up. I agree with you that playing Mario Kart for 10 hours probably isn't the best idea, and it probably doesn't feel good either. But I think we all have a, a different idea of what what the good life is and a different idea of where where we derive pleasure from right you might enjoy mario kart for an hour and then stargate for two hours and then oh you might really enjoy cooking so you go cooking right but i think i i think it gets pretty complicated when we when we start determining what is appropriate pleasure for someone else's life instead of just being concerned with our own. I think, and I think that's one of the biggest struggles of looking at philosophy is it tends to be a prescription for everybody, not a prescription for, yeah, I found this works for me and I, and I like it. Yeah. And um, well, and see, that's the thing is that we've like, when it, when we first started this, we like, we said, you know, th- this may not work for you. Like, if it works for me, it may not work for you. Um, like, some people may not want to wake up at 5 a.m. To, to go on a walk. And, I mean, frankly, there's some days I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, you're, you're totally correct there. And um, I guess for, for me specifically, like, that's, that's kind of how I feel. Like, I feel like I would waste my time. Like, I wouldn't feel great if, if I did that, but uh, like some, some other people, people would. And I, I just like, I think the point that I'm trying to make is that, you know, it's okay to relax and stuff and do, do what you want to do. But at the same time, you should really be getting something done, right? What that is, I don't know. But, but something should be getting done 
in your day, right? Because I, like me personally, if I, if I do nothing in a day, I just kind of, I, I kind of feel useless, right? Like I, I, I feel like I could have done so much more, like what you said about your week, right? Even though you've recorded 29 podcasts, you were like, I didn't really feel like I did anything. And so that's that's kind of, if, if I don't do something during the day, I just kind of, I don't, I don't like appreciate it or whatever, right? Um, I get annoyed with myself when I do things like that and so on and so forth, right? So I think, I think finding a nice balance where, where there is pleasure, but it's not, it's not like that guilty pleasure. Cause I like with guilty pleasure, it's kind of, you feel kind of bad afterwards. Like you, you feel good in the moment, but then you feel bad afterwards. At least that's how I feel about guilty pleasure. Um, right. So, so yeah, finding, finding something that is pleasurable, but you don't go overboard on, on it. I think that is important. Something we've been talking about this whole season is the idea of moderation to find that mean. Uh, something I was listening to, uh, No Stupid Questions this morning, which is another great podcast. Um, it's from the Freakonomics Radio Network. Um, and, and Stephen Dubner and Angela Duckworth have these conversations about, you know, these different things. And one thing that Stephen Dubner, uh, Stephen said in today's episode, uh, was that his mom would always say, enough is as good as a feast. When you, you know, you have to find out with your pleasures, what is enough, right? Where, where to stop. And for me, like I mentioned with the banana bread, is that one slice is enough for me. Because if I have more than one slice, sometimes it's too sweet. And then I, you know, I, I don't feel that great, right? Or, um, or it's, or it's too much bread and it's too heavy and it sits, sits in my stomach. Um, and I don't feel great. So it's about finding what is enough, right? And enough is as good as a feast because you get all the same benefits. Um, and I thought that was something really interesting from their, from their discussion today. But yeah, I mean, it comes down to moderation and it comes down to a preference. I mean, for me, I I don't particularly enjoy comedy films. I I like comedy TV shows, and I like uh, I I like stand up comedy. But for some reason, I don't like comedy movies, films, and I can't remember the last time I went to see one in the theaters. And that's just my preference. I'm not going to stop other people from doing it. But I don't have to partake because it's not something from which I derive pleasure. Uh, it's not something that I care for. I have other priorities. And, and I think that's perfectly all right for people in any situation to have, to have different priorities for what they enjoy and what they, what they don't, don't enjoy. Yeah, I feel, I feel like we've kind of gone to flogging that... Uh, that a little, a little, a little hard. Um, do you have any any other thoughts that that we should move on to, Bryce? There's other there there's other 
types of joy or happiness or pleasure, right? Because pleasure is kind of, it can be very narrow or it can be very wide depending on how you see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think taking pleasure um, in in the long view, right? Um, and And making the consideration for okay, well, this tastes really, really good now, but is it is it going to benefit me in the long run uh, and and trying to think ahead and and make that um, not just is it nice now, but you know, is this something that I will continue deriving pleasure from? Um, and and I think everybody can relate to buyer's remorse where you buy something and you think this is gonna be great, this is gonna change my world. And then you get it and it just, you know, like it doesn't have that lasting effect. But a couple things I wanted to talk about as we wrap up here. First, I wanted to mention briefly that this is the last episode of the season. And so going forward, we're going to have a few uh, interseason episodes. We're trying a few different things. I think these interseason episodes are a fun opportunity to try different things, see what works, see what we like, and and kind of have a bit more lax of a conversation uh, about these ideas instead of, you know, being so structured as we are in the seasons. It also gives us a moment to relax. So I think that will be that will be particularly nice for for us, um, especially as I I get into what will certainly be the craziest semester of school. I will hopefully ever have. Um, and then lastly, I I would like to talk about uh, taking action because that's where Aristotle wraps up um, this whole, whole ordeal um, is now that we've learned these things, what are we going to do? And I guess maybe that kind of just leads us into the end here. Um, so Bryce, taking the long view of everything that we've studied in this book, everything that we've talked about over the past season, what are some actions you're going to take to improve? Um, well, one thing was what I, what I said uh, at the beginning, kind of uh, focus on um, eating kind of the right amount of food and stuff. Um, but the other thing that, that I was thinking about is just kind of making sure I use my time right um, that was, that was one big thing. And, um, I mean, there, there's a bunch of other things that, that I could add in there. Um, but frankly, using my time right for, um, for, for learning and for helping others is probably the most important to me. And that kind of covers, um, a, a fair amount of the book. Um, because I mean, we're trying to trying to live a better life by studying these books and everything, and so I I really want um, I'm I'm hoping I mean I with with reading the book and everything definitely did a lot better uh, this season than the first season, and I'm hoping to kind of continue to progress that onto the third season where I do even better, um, where maybe this time around I'll actually have notes and not just random thoughts in my head. <laughs> um but but yeah, that's kind of kind of what what I'm hoping to go towards during our our hiatus and then into the next season. What about what about yourself, Alex? What are you planning on improving? One thing 
that I've mentioned already in this episode that I I particularly got out of this season and out of uh, Nicomachean ethics was the need for balance, the need to um, have have some moderation and try and take in multiple viewpoints, um, and that's that's been really important for me over the last several years and I mean I mean over my whole life as I've kind of moved from one extreme to another extreme on Heigl's pendulum um, until you know I'm I'm hopefully finding this mean and this middle path um, for me so that's something that I really want to focus on is is being moderate um, but also I think just like you said improving the way that I study uh, and and focusing more. Next season, season three, we'll be talking about, we'll be studying meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Now, Marcus Aurelius was a Stoic philosopher and the last of the five great emperors of Rome. A really interesting person um, from what I have read about him and from what I've heard in um, podcasts where where they discuss him and his ideas. Uh, I know you've been listening to the Art of Manliness episode. They they mention him quite a bit um, in, in that show. And, and so I think, you know, improving the way that I study and really trying to dive into it and, and appreciate these different ideas, I think... One of the great things as we discuss these ideas and as we study these ideas is that we'll be able to come to our own conclusions and come to our own ideas as to what it means to live a good life. And and that's something I really, really look forward to. So last little segment here, Bryce. Outside of the study and outside of the book, what what else are you going to focus on um, as far as your physical go- goals go, as far as your mental goals go? What are you going to do this week specifically? Well, this week I would really like to actually wake up at a good time and go to bed at a good time. That's, that's going to be really important for me this week because um, I found myself kind of all over the place with that. Um and just working on uh, working out again and yeah like just kind of getting into shape and sleeping better that's kind of what I'm going to be focusing on so what about you Alex what what's your your week specifically going to look like pretty pretty similar to yours I mean going to bed is something I did better with this week, but it's definitely something that I I have to improve. Uh, another big thing for me this week will be time management. Uh, even though I I did get you know a reasonable amount of stuff done last week, I only have a couple weeks before the semester starts. Got to really crack down, make sure that I get things done. Uh, I can't really laze around. Something that I've done a couple times uh, that I've mentioned that I've done as well is putting my phone away while I'm working so that I can just focus. I don't think about, you know, if anybody's texting me or any emails I'm getting that I can just sit down, focus, get the work done 
and and really make some progress there. So that's going to be the biggest thing for me this week. But with all of that said, that does it for this edition of The Old Goal of Truth. You can join us in two weeks for an interseason bonus episode. In the meantime, join us on reddit.com slash r slash togotpod. Thanks for studying with us. Mecco.